Hi, and welcome to the TSW podcast, providing insight from thought leaders, success stories, and practical mental and physical tips to help you on your journey to recovery with your host, Claire Hart. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the TSW podcast. I'm your host, Claire Hart. So I'm going to keep the intro really nice and brief this week. Um, We've got a great episode coming up with Ben Atherton. Ben is TSW Ben on Instagram. So if you haven't connected with him and seen some of his photos, do reach out. So Ben has got a really interesting story in that he had quite an expedited recovery from TSW after a prolonged period of using quite high strength steroids and oral steroids. So we talk about his perspective on why he thinks his recovery was so quick. It was around six to nine months and his guidance and what he learned during that time. We also talk about how he navigated his relationship with his father, who's a GP, and his godfather, who's a dermatologist during this time, um, and how he managed to you know, live with his dad and be mindful and respectful of his dad's training and kind of the guidance obviously his father had been given, um, but also kind of followed his gut and knew in his soul that it was steroid addiction and he needed to get through it. Um, and that's just a really fascinating perspective because I think there's lots of good takeaways for all of us and how we manage those conversations with our own doctors and and dermatologists, um, and do that in a really healthy and positive way to drive traction, um, for the TSW community. Hopefully Penn's dad will be joining me as well for a conversation. So we'll get to talk through his perspective and how the NHS approaches these things. Um, So yeah, that will be a lovely follow up to this conversation. So I hope you enjoy this one. Um, I will now pass over to the episode. As always, um, please do subscribe and share the episode if you enjoy it. Please do reach out to Ben as well and let him know any feedback. Um, And yeah. Let us know what you think, but thank you once again, and I hope you're all doing well and and recovering nice and quickly. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. So, hi, Ben. Welcome to the TSW podcast. Great to have you (laughs) (laughs) Ben is just taking a massive gulp of orange juice at the time we started that. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, good, good. I've just actually had um, COVID, so I'm coming around from that. Oh, no. So, yeah. And like, how has your skin been through COVID? Yeah, I mean, I think just going um, back to being ill in bed again made me a little bit bad, but it's nothing to like, nothing to set me off really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And just to say, you know, your skin looks amazing, like seeing you now and obviously knowing (laughs) your journey as well. I mean, it's incredible how great your skin looks. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I just feel a bit lucky. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and how are you how are you feeling with kind of getting back to life and you know suddenly you know your recovery has gone really well and obviously life is starting again how's that felt for you yeah it's um it's weird because like it's a bit overwhelming at first I think you get kind of consumed your world is all TSW and then you kind of come out of it and the world just feels so big and so it is yeah, a bit daunting at first but I think when you start kind of focusing on the world rather than your skin it just gets a bit easier yeah and you're so right it it is like suddenly this world of opportunities opens up again doesn't it and you're like I could do anything anything I want to (laughs) yeah and then on the flip side it is a bit kind of like you kind of want to focus on your skin still because it's kind of what you know and the unknown of the world seems a bit daunting but um 
yeah yeah no it's nicer when you the, the world's nicer <laughs> yeah for sure it's um you said something really interesting there as well about how all consuming it is when you're in the thick mm. of tsw being at its worst I mean, I didn't think about anything else. I was obsessed with looking at every single thing I could find on the internet, talking about it constantly, because it's all you can think about. Um, But yeah, I'd forgotten about that until you just mentioned it, like how completely absorbing it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's let's crack into our first question. So I'd love to know, you know, your history with eczema. So whether you had it as a kid or whether it's something that developed as you were older and kind of the medication and protocol that you started using to, to cope with it. Yeah, so I, I've gotten kind of no memory of having it as a child, but apparently I did. So um, I think I was treated very briefly as like maybe a baby or a toddler um, with maybe like hydrocort or something like that, but nothing like, and then I kind of grew out of it. Um, and then I didn't really use anything. I kind of maybe like hay fever, maybe set off like hives and stuff every now and then like around my elbows. So I kind of treat that maybe w- once a year. And then it was only really once I had like, um, I injured my knee playing football and then I kind of went from playing like football all my life, kind of four times a week to not at all. And um, my skin just flared up from that. And so that was, it was from there where I was just, I think I was just stressed, depressed and um, yeah. And then it kind of all escalated from there really. That's so interesting. So was was the football side of your life kind of a career? Was or was uh, it just not really it was just kind of hobby really yeah okay hobby. but I just played a lot <laughs> okay and then when that stopped you think that was the catalyst for your skin starting to deteriorate yeah def- yeah definitely I think I think it was just like a big pivotal moment in my life okay okay that's really interesting there's not like most of the people that I've spoken to you know um childhood eczema has kind of started and then never really stopped right it's a continued progression so it's interesting to see that yeah. actually eczema in your childhood, you can't really remember it being a thing. Um, and then a period acquired and then ticking back up as an adult. Yeah. So talk to me about, so when when obviously your skin started getting bad after you finished doing the football, what did you turn to then? What kind of type of topicals did you start using? The thing, it was, it was kind of all over my back. Um, so I think it was betamethasone was kind of one of the ones I used to start with. And then it just kept coming back and yeah, it just kind of went from there really. Then it started to spread and it, I wasn't in a good place mentally either. That probably didn't help. (laughs) So yeah, it just kept getting, it was the classic more and more stronger and stronger kind of went from there. Yeah. And how often were you applying it at this point? Um, Maybe like every other day to start with, but it, it didn't take long until it became like a daily thing. Yeah. I'd say. yeah and also on your back as well like I'm I'm envisioning it's your whole back but I remember at a point in time when my eczema got really bad just before I kind of learned about TSW it was all of my back all of my legs and like putting on so much of Elecon Mometazone like everywhere and thinking this can't be right like this is a lot of cream was it was yeah. it all of your back <laughs> at that point yeah there was pretty much my whole back yeah okay yeah. cool it just I can't really remember but it was it was quite a lot of body <laughs> yes yeah, yeah and yeah. then what like what like did it so I assume continued spiraling and then at what point did you find out about TSW and start thinking maybe it's not just eczema 
Um, quite quite early on, actually, I I did Google it and just I think it was something like red burning skin or something like that along those lines, skin on fire, and um, there was like an eczema life article that popped up saying something like oh, 10 signs you might have steroid withdrawal or something like that, and it's just kind of it was a bit of what they kind of that eureka moment that it was kind of that, but this was in. 2000 i think it was in 2017 so i've known about it for a while and then it kind of i kind of wanted to do it then but then i kind of got convinced out of it basically it was quite, yeah. <laughs> it's um when you just mentioned the eureka moment i completely agree i think when i first saw the pictures of tsw i was like that's what i've got i couldn't yeah i couldn't it's turn so away obvious. from it then <laughs> it is isn't it it's like there's yeah. certain patches or the just because I, I think I remember my eczema on my face just being such weird patches and then seeing that in someone else. And it just, it felt like the jigsaw puzzle came together. Um, and once you see that, you can't really turn back, can you? Because you know in your no. soul, this is what's yeah. happening to me. Yeah. So talk to me about, obviously, and we'll dive into it more, but talk to me about the bit where you were talked around as in, you know, actually, no, that's not the right thing to do. Yeah, I went to see, well, I went to see a dermatologist and I got kind of that. I kind of threw it at them and then just they were like, oh, no, look at my skin, look at yours. Um, yeah, you need you need treatment, basically. And I was just, yeah, you're just in a bad way, aren't you? So you, I didn't really put much of a fight after that. I, although I kind of still knew, really, but I couldn't really. Yeah, you're just sad, aren't you? You just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I think you feel like a bit of an idiot as well, right? Yeah. When you talk to the dermatologist, even having the courage to say, I think this might be, I don't think it's eczema, I think something else is going on with the medication. I think because we don't really have any, you know, scientific studies that are completely, you know, foundational for this, you feel like you're sounding like a total weirdo when you first start the conversation yeah. with them. Yeah, you just sound like a hippie, mad hippie. That's what I've got. Yeah, like, you know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so then, did the dermatologist that you went to see? Did they give you stronger creams, or was that then an oral steroid course? Oh no, they they dosed me up. They gave me um a full shebang. It was um oral steroids and dermavate, I think. Okay. Okay. So yeah, which and it sorted me out for like three months as it did but then after that it kind of just came back again it was... and did it come back worse did you feel like it had escalated after the oral yeah it just it just kept getting worse okay okay cool so then yeah. so obviously it was 2017 you've done a bit of research you had this idea of what it is and then went through this period of orals and trying to tackle it with a sledgehammer what happened after that so it was getting worse you realized that the dermatology approach was not helping and so i from there it was kind of I didn't like it but I kind of just reluctantly used um mimetazone as like a for like my body really body and then maybe a bit on my face as well and then I had like better metazone on my scalp was kind of like the, the strong one that I had and that was kind of that kind of kept me ticking for the like the next well up until I kind of started wanting to withdraw really and then I maybe had like a few more courses of oral steroids in between those years when it got bad and this but is what i don't really remember what, what kind of date do you think this is like kind of 2000s yeah maybe 2020 oh yeah i had um i've had sorry i had a bit of protopic as well i had like three tubes of that i think over the years uh-huh 
Uh-huh. So basically the full range of drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I know, I know. Like, <laughs> I I think it was, I was talking to Luke Jacobs, and he was talking about, is it him? It might have been someone else, talking about getting from your doctor the amount of steroids that you've had in your medical history. Yeah. And I was just like, I do not want to see that. I, <laughs> I cannot imagine how many hundreds of tubes I've probably got through in my life. Yeah. I'm going to topic, like three tubes of that. I think I've probably got through about maybe 30 of them. Yeah. No. So, so bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, so, so you, you go through this kind of like throwing everything at it. And then what kind of made you go again, I need to do the topical steroid withdrawal route. So I think it was, I kind of always had it on in the back of my mind that I'd do it someday. Um, I think it was just the when really. And then lockdown came around and um, yeah, I just thought it's a good time to do it. And I wasn't really, it was more like the opportunity than I thought it through. It's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to do it now. And so that was in December of 2020. And so, yeah, I just gave it, just gave it a go then. And yeah, I wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) So talk to me about that. So you waited for that time and then were like, right, cold turkey. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I mean, I did learn a lot from it, but I I just withdrew. I just didn't have a clue how bad I'd be. And it just went bad quickly. And I kind of didn't really, I, I suppose I just didn't know enough about it, really. I, yeah, did, it was just all a bit blind. Did you have that feeling as well? Hopefully it won't be that bad for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel like I really tricked myself with that. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I'm sure it's just not going to be one of these really terrible cases. And then literally within three weeks, I was like, oh, no, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here it comes. Well, well done you, though, for doing that strategic planning where you're like, oh, it's going to be lockdown. So now could be a good time to, like, squirrel yeah. <laughs> myself away and do this. Um, and were you at home or living on your own at this time? I was at, I was at home. So I come back home for lockdown. Okay. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it, Ben, but obviously your dad is a GP. And yeah, did, yeah. You, did you talk to him? I mean, obviously he's been with you throughout your skin journey and seen your yeah. different attempts to kind of get it under control before you went on the cold turkey approach did you talk to him about that yeah i'd kind of it was it was tough really because i kind of let him know that i i didn't agree with it quite early on and he was kind of but then he'd kind of exhausted his his toolbox of things that he could do which was steroids and then after that he kind of said like look i i don't know what's happening but i tried like three times and it's not working like stop asking me basically <laughs> go kind of go somewhere else um but it was tough because i'd see him at home and like i'd look bad and he couldn't help but look at me like what it kind of like like what the hell are you doing kind of thing like you look at mad so it, it wasn't settling for me at the same time but then obviously yeah it was it was kind of like that so i, I kind of felt like i needed something I couldn't have a doctor like going around the house, like looking at me like I was a madder all the time, basically. So how how did you navigate that? Did you just kind of lock yourself away in your room or? Yeah, we we barely, well, he kind of stayed downstairs and didn't really, didn't really see much of other, because I think I upset him and he upset me. So it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, And it's, God, it's, I mean, I know, you know, but my mom is a nurse as well and, yeah and i get all of her training has taught her you know this is the protocol this is what you do here's the steps to get you better and 
I mean, TSW is so messed up on many levels, not only obviously completely physically horrendous and scary, but you internally constantly doubt yourself as well about whether you're doing the right thing for your recovery. And then even if your family wasn't medic, medical background, you would then see their doubts and fears for you and concerns. But then with the overlay of a medical background, it makes it really hard, doesn't it? Yeah packs a punch doesn't it exactly it's a well done you for being able to know you know really listen to your gut instinct and know i'm doing the right thing and i've just got to plow through yeah no it was it was it was difficult and how did you what were the things that kind of kept you going during the really the darkest days of it oh um i don't know so i think it definitely changed i think earlier on i was kind of maybe a bit more um experimental with what kind of i was doing to try and help my skin so i do like i would take like the supplements and stuff like that and i just try and do things that were nice for myself really um because i think just lie just lying there although it might be the right thing to do i don't think your body kind of believes in it really does it it kind of starts telling you that you're doing the wrong thing so i think you I was trying to convince myself that I was doing the right thing just by acting like I was. Um, And then once kind of I'd healed that first time, I think around about four and a half months in and my skin had kind of let me know that it could heal on its own. I kind of, kind of moved away from that stuff a bit. I kind of, all the belief i kind of believed myself really rather than i needed other things and then it became a lot easier so yeah i it was kind of more yeah belief really so when you when you say that's obviously i just want to unpick that a little bit so you were originally sort of trying all the supplements and all the different protocols that people recommend in the community do you mean like nmt and all of that stuff yeah so I, i wasn't too strict with like diet or anything like that diet um nmt but i did just try and i was probably more proactive about trying to correct my body kind of thing rather than lean into it and just let it do its kind of thing yeah it was yeah it's weird isn't it i can't yeah it's um (laughs) i think we think we're smarter than our bodies a lot of times yeah, and that we think, <laughs> yeah, we think we can pepper in a couple of supplements here and there, and it's because you're missing this or that. And actually, a lot of the time, it's like your body is working its socks off, and it's gonna get you there. It might take longer in some instances, but actually, all this added stuff sometimes is creating additional toxic load for yeah. your body to have to work through. Um, and actually, yeah, just letting it get on with it and trusting mm. that it's working for your benefit. Yeah, I, d- I don't necessarily blame myself though for doing it. I, I, I think you do need that kind of extra placebo that you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell me about, you know, something that you tried that you thought, well, this 100% hasn't worked at all, and something that you tried and actually was helpful and gave you some comfort and relief. Um, the one thing I tried which I didn't like, um, was the acid um not acid apple cider vinegar baths and I can I just came out of that and I just thought I just stink of apple cider and vinegar and <laughs> so true it's disgusting isn't yeah, it <laughs> yeah yeah just didn't not for me 
After things that worked, um, um, I kind of started doing this like press ups like every day, um, and I think that helped quite a lot. And so I'd just do like bursts of like ten or twenty, just enough to kind of start sweating, and then I'd stop. And I think that helped like microdosing, like a stress immunity kind of thing, just doing it bit by bit rather than flat out. And it was just something nice to challenge yourself really so that was quite that's quite good got a lot of um late night walks enjoyed them like in the cold um and then the other thing as well which i i, I hate recommending it but i had like um these chlorine baths and when i was really infected it kind of did i think it just killed well it killed everything really <laughs> that's so interesting i mean i've heard about the bleach yeah. baths but I haven't yeah. heard about chlorine baths. Yeah, it's just kind of like, um, I imagine it's similar to like, you know, like hippie scrubs and stuff, like a chlorine kind of chemical kind of thing. But it was, I used like um, like hot tub granules, you know, like it's just like the additive you put to that to kill everything in there. And so I just used it and that helped a bit. Interesting. I know it's not the most skin friendly thing to do, but yeah. it helped. But I think it's interesting because you feel because your skin is so open yeah that you are always really worried about infection right it's like a big number one concern is how do you keep your skin clean and when you just said hippie scrub yeah. I literally like had a flashback I haven't thought about that stuff for so long yeah. I was like slavering that on myself for such a long period of time um but yeah it's, it's difficult to make the balance isn't it because you hear a lot in the community about you know your natural skin biome and you know your body will protect itself but actually and that some of the hippie scrubs and stuff is stripping some of that away but you're also like yeah but my skin's so open i need to make sure it's not bacteria as well it's a really fine balance to get right and i think you know the the right thing you did is listen yeah. to your body and if it felt like it was doing something good and it felt mm -hmm. okay then i mean it's, the skin was it. going to fall off anyway so the good bacteria was going to die so it's like I was going to miss anything. But. Yeah. So, Ben, during this time, because obviously, you know, your your pictures were quite bad. You were, you were struggling quite severely for quite a while. How, I assume you weren't working during this period of time. You were just at home. Yeah, no, I was just at home. I, I took work off in July and said, I'm, I'm at the end of my tether, basically. And so, yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, just took work off. That's cool. And how long did you have off in total just to rest at home? I think it was about nine, nine months, I think amazing it was july cool. july to march i think okay and your job were just happy to yeah, hold your job yeah, for yeah. you it, and keep it open yeah they were really they were really good actually that's amazing and how and and i think i remember from our previous chat your job is outside right you're doing stuff in nature yeah yeah it's um like ecology work so it's like protected species surveys and stuff like that so it's a lot of it is walking around outside on like development sites mm, mm -hmm. okay cool at weird times <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and you in total how long do you think your recovery has been and do you see yourself as 100 percent recovered from tsw now uh yeah i do um i think i think people have different kind of ideas of what healed is like perfect skin and and stuff like that but i kind of say it's more when your skin heat can heal on its own like a normal person because for me i always saw the steroids as being like 
supplementing kind of the anti-inflammatory part of your immune response rather than anything else it's i'd kind of focus on that that part of it i think inflammation is going to be normal throughout your life so if you kind go in with the expectation that you're going to, not going to be inflamed ever again and you're going to have perfect skin for the rest of your life then it's only going to cause stress when that comes around again so i think more uh, my confidence is in that when i do have something that goes wrong that my skin's going to heal it's not like something that really bothers me anymore that's kind of how i know i'm healed basically very cool very cool and do you have any protocol that you follow now with your skin to you know but whether that's like your approach to showering or any moisturizing what do you do uh to be fair actually i still do have a chlorine bath every now i do treat myself to them still i love that treat um, yourself not, yeah yeah <laughs> that's a little i'm not sure a nice thing to do <laughs> yeah whether it's just me trying to like calm myself down or whatnot but yeah it's other than that no nothing don't really do anything do you use any specific sort of shower gel anymore or are you you know are you kind of choosy about the products that you would use on your skin no not at all no whatever's whatever's lying around amazing complete skin freedom now that yeah. you're just like really chilled about it yeah amazing okay good stuff so i think it's really interesting as well that you mentioned around exercise because i think i think that's one of the things that we don't talk enough about in the community and obviously not only the mental health benefit of getting your body moving getting your circulation going but also sweating and how that detox process works um and also just helping your skin or kind of forcing your skin to operate as normal i mean i think i found running really beneficial when i pushed myself to go out um but it wasn't it wasn't easy at all to kind of start that process yeah well you went a bit further than i went i was just doing like little short bursts but you you yeah, the marathon, didn't you? I did, but only only recently, only like a month ago. Um, uh, but I, it's funny, like that culmination. I just, and, and I think it echoes back to what we started saying. You know, I feel like the world is full of so many possibilities now that I didn't think I would ever be able to do. And I think TSW is such a catalyst for that. It's like the hardest yeah. thing I've ever been through. And yeah. I'm now like, if I can do that, I completely can run a marathon. Like, that's no problem. And I can do lots of other stuff. Yeah. Would you say, you know, that has influenced you as well? Do you feel a little bit more badass that like you can take stuff on? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I'm not, things things seem to go wrong and it just doesn't seem to trigger anything. It's just kind of that, I'm a lot more calm, I think. It's the way I kind of feel about it. So I'm not, I've, I kind of, I do want to get back into exercise and I'd love to, see how I'd do in a race or something like that but I'm I don't know I've not not kind of got around to it yet taking your time and and Ben sorry I think I missed asking this question or I missed your answer but from start to finish how long do you think your TSW journey has been I reckon my I I kind of felt confident that I'd I'd done it at about maybe like mid-December I think so maybe like five and like six months I'd say but then I'd say that my skin kind of was still messed up so it was still kind of cycling through and healing so it carried on getting stronger from yeah from there on and it just keeps getting like keeps improving every day but I can't yeah after about six months I kind of didn't have any worries or concerns anymore that's incredible isn't it 
like considering yeah. your history and like how mm -hmm. the orals ramped up and the strength of topicals yeah was quite high for you how you know you've managed to nail the worst part of it in six months mm. yeah I was, I was quite lucky <laughs> do you know it's a is there something that you pin that on i think probably the the biggest thing is that i've probably had the most ideal ideal yeah ideal um kind of surroundings to heal and so i did have time off work i had a, a gp access 24 hours a day um when i was really bad like my mum my mum was able to look after me for a bit and so yeah and, and I didn't have like and then I was, I was supported financially as well I know other people after work so I think just that as in terms of like eliminating stress and just being able to focus solely on healing really really helped me. Mm. Did you feel any under any pressure to like because of <laughs> your dad's background and his training to want to prove and nail it ASAP? I think so yeah I well it was it wasn't always like that so before before that kind of I did start to get better uh, I was literally just going downhill for like four months and I was they were kind of started to see like oh when when's it going to start getting better then when's it going to start getting better and it just didn't seem to happen at all and I was just I didn't know when it was going to happen but it just yeah <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't too far around the corner. Otherwise, I'm not sure how I would have been. Yeah, honestly, your story is ringing so many bells for me because exactly the yeah. same. My mom would look at me and be like, "Well, you know, you said it would start improving," and I'm like, "It will." I have no idea what timeline this <laughs> yeah. is working to. I mean, obviously, I want it to be tomorrow, but yeah, you just nobody knows for each individual story. But I think something that you mentioned earlier around, you know, trusting in your body and kind of yeah, not yeah. fighting against the process or trying to rush it too much, just kind of accepting it. And obviously having a good setup where you're taken care of is, you know, giving you the best chance, right, to get there as quickly as possible. Yeah. I also, th I'm just thinking now as well, I also think that my, um, I think my initial trigger, so some people have come in with like traumatic events that are stuff that have maybe set it off or they've got like, long-standing food allergies because I don't think because I had that and it was kind of I was an adult with a fully functioning immune system maybe like the the blueprints were there for something still locked away and then also I think not being able to play football in terms of like a traumatic event is, is quite benign and compared to what some other people have gone through so I think that was once I got over that it was kind of just focusing on the skin as well yeah yeah so Ben, I want to I want to check in with you because um, a lot of people find you know the social media side of things really helpful, but also there comes a point where you almost need to like zone out from it and step away. What kind of role did social media play for you in your recovery? Um, I I um I was on it quite a lot, so I I think it was it was really good for me. I think I kind of felt um like I spent like the years before not having someone that understood what I was going through um didn't really believe in me and that that yeah it meant a lot that there was a lot of people out there that were just really supportive so I, yeah I'm I'm really grateful for everyone on social media really yeah me. and I have to say I'm so grateful for people like you who shared their story as they were going through TSW because I haven't like you know I'm doing the podcast now but I've never really been particularly transparent with my photos 
Yeah. Or as I was going through the thick of it, and I don't know why that was. I maybe I felt really vulnerable about it, or I don't know. Like I did. How did you feel sharing photos of yourself at your worst when you were at your lowest? I never really shared them on the the day that they were. It was almost kind of like a. a I always do like a month kind of recap. So it wasn't. It wasn't really as difficult because it kind of wasn't what was happening. It was kind of something that had already happened. Um. So yeah, I didn't didn't really mind like I would never have kind of I know some people kind of do like daily updates and I, I think that would have stressed me out I wouldn't have been able to yeah I'd be that, like there's kind no of, progress here <laughs> yeah 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 it comes with that extra pressure of like have I improved have I not and so yeah yeah I found like the month recaps to be the best way for me really okay so so big question obviously being being aware of like your dad's job and I think is your uncle a dermatologist as well uh, my godfather's a yeah consultant dermatologist okay cool so now you are obviously beautifully healed with amazing skin what is their take on it like how how have you navigated that conversation with them so i've not i've, I've not actually spoken to my godfather since he diagnosed me with chronic eczema so i, I do need to speak to him um but yeah my, my dad yeah it's been really tough um i think he basically said that there's very little knowledge within around GPs um, about it. Kind of got the impression that he's under, that he feels like it's still quite a rare thing. But then he's also kind of said as well that they've got a very limited toolbox for treating skin conditions like as GPs. Um, people will come in complaining about something and all they can really do is that's that's the one the one thing that they've got now now he's seen as healed and kind of going forwards like what would you do instead um to like have after seeing me go through it i think if someone came into him and said oh i would like to go through topical steroid withdrawal i'm not sure he'd feel any more confident about it he, he just he doesn't know there was times when he, he couldn't sleep because he thought I was going to die so it's not like it's not like something he's I think he's up for doing again really yeah I hear all of that I mean the suffering is immense isn't it and to as a doctor without any kind of research on the topic or guidelines to tell someone to potentially go through what he's seen you go through yeah yeah you just wouldn't would you You'd be like no oh, keep, yeah. keep using the stuff but do you think his perception has changed or does he think do you think he thinks you're a bit of a rare case and you know this happens to one in every twenty thousand? i think his perception's definitely changed i don't think beforehand i'm not sure he would have even given it too much thought as to whether it's something that you can that happens um but now i d definitely think he believes in it but how you implement like a, a healthcare plan around treating it i'm not sure he's got any ideas at the minute so i was kind of i kind of said like how how would you prevent it then so it's not something that kind of escalates and at the minute it is still seen as rare so you kind of they're kind of treating the masses really and some some people do unfortunately have this so I, it's it's tough I don't think he's got any yeah it's scary yeah and I have to say I don't think I would want to be a dermatologist or a GP in this situation right you're suddenly 
you're seeing some of these cases come up and you have nothing else to offer people really apart from some yeah. of the now super strong immunosuppressant drugs which again have horrendous side effects um yeah so it's not it would not be an easy decision at all but i honestly ben in my heart and i don't know how you feel about this i don't think this is rare at all i think yeah people no, I just don't know yeah um and there's so many incredible cases now i mean fraser calls it my husband fraser calls it like my tsw porn where i'm showing people photos on my phone of people how ill they were and how they're recovered now and equally yeah. in my situation i'm like look like with nothing their skin's amazing yeah. now they don't even really have eczema so i do I, yeah I, I do i mean i'm hopeful that it's going to get better i think as as we keep banging the drum and make a load of noise that people are going to be much more aware of it and it's it's going to we're kind of almost going to sort solve it ourselves if they're not going to but. yeah and it's funny isn't it that balance between you know the concept of stereo steroid phobia and not wanting people to be so scared who have never been through topical steroid withdrawal never like yeah. really ever used steroids pushing back immediately at their doctor and saying i don't want any of that where maybe if you used it for two weeks maybe your skin would be better and you just come off it and you stop using it after that but yeah. i think it's where you know your skin isn't recovering it's constantly coming back and it's constantly getting worse and then you're looking at yeah. more and more strength that that's when you know gps and doctors need to say this is not the right treatment for you obviously yeah yeah no it's it's tough um okay so thinking back on your journey what were sort of some of the best pieces of advice or resources um that you were recommended and is there anything that you would pass on to anybody else thinking about going through this um there's not really anything like TSW specific. Well, there's too much out there anyway. Um, but there's two things that I've kind of read recently that have kind of supported what I kind of believe in. And there's one, there's a book called Biology of Belief by um, Dr. Bruce Lipton, which I found really good. And then there's another one called The Expectation Effect, I think. And it's by uh, David, Rob David, I think it's David Robson. And they're both they're both quite good and it's just kind of more around like mindset and stuff like that and placebo that's so interesting so there's a biology of belief and what was the second one uh the expectation effect expectation effect amazing but like um the whole placebo thing i i think we always dismiss it massively but it's like your own body's power of healing if you just believe yeah. right yeah yeah uh, some pretty some pretty crazy case studies in there there's one there's one example and i'm a bit apprehensive to say it but um there's like the it kind of shed some light on it really but like we have the phenomenon of like the um anniversary flare that's rife in the community and that is if you put it on paper that after 365 days of withdrawing from something that you're going to flare it's 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 bogus it's not going to happen but apparently we're like because we're socially sensitive creatures as humans say if you're like walking through a rainforest and a mosquito lands on you your friends skins will increase in sensitivity based on your experience so if someone else is reported that they've flared on their anniversary it's possible that you can having no problems around you can your skin can preempt that something is going to make you flare mind-blowing that's incredible isn't it so I'm not sure how much truth there is in it, but it seems to make the seems to fit the bill. So. Yeah, it does. I think you're right, and I guess that's the bit where actually some of the 
connecting with the community isn't a great idea because yeah, you can yeah, like, yeah, have just... these thoughts implanted in your head. <laughs> okay, so kind of reflecting back on your recovery and with the benefit of hindsight, is there anything that you would have done differently? Uh, I think I was probably in denial that I was in, infected for a bit too long. I think I maybe put it off for a month. Or so. Well, I, I was kind of taking antibiotics for maybe a month and a half or something. So I was trying to do it, but every time I was doing like the swabs, they were still coming back as infected. I was like, this is, I don't know what they're swabbing. I don't know what they're running through at the labs, but it wasn't me kind of thing. Like I was in denial that they were doing it right, but I was infected and I probably should have done something about that earlier. So when I did start to like nuke myself with chlorine, I did start to turn the corner. It did the job, obviously. So yeah, it's a good thing to do. Um, okay, and then how would you say TSW has changed you as a person? I think I'm probably just a bit more relaxed. Um, I've just, things don't seem to bother me as much anymore. I think I'm just better at managing my own stress. And it's weird because I think I'm better at addressing it early on. I think I just kind of used to avoid it a bit. And now I've, I find that I'm much better at processing like the negative side of life as well so it's not an absence of unhappiness it's more dealing with it <laughs> yeah that's really interesting and I think I think I can probably see that in myself as well the ability maybe it's just an increase in resilience do you think yeah and then if you could go back and you're presented with two paths one going through what you've been through and coming out yourself now on the other side or you know never having kind of gone through tsw what like what path would you choose uh, I, I think i'd do it again yeah yeah what a ride <laughs> it is a real yeah. roller coaster <laughs> and it's like i don't mean there's anybody i've spoken to who has said they absolutely wouldn't choose to ever like go through it yeah uh, which i think is so fascinating because when you're in the midst of it it's <clears> the worst thing imaginable but all of us seem to come out the other side transformed yeah in different ways i remember um like the first time i kind of started socializing again after i remember just speaking to people and everything just seemed so just a bit surface level and a bit vac like superficial a bit vacuous and i just kind of thought like i'd love to speak to someone who's like just with a bit more <laughs> i don't know just and so I kind of, and then at that kind of moment, I realised that what I was wishing was that someone would go through steroid withdrawal. And then I was like, oh, that's probably not the best thing to wish on someone. <laughs> All of you guys need to be on yeah. death's door, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, and how did you, because I know you've been to a couple of the TSW meetups in London. How, how did you find that? And was that, because I, I've never been, but I've met people through Louise King's clinic and, and James' yeah, yeah. clinic. Oh, um, yeah, how was that when you first met people who understood? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so it's it's funny, like, it's a bit sad how you're all there because you've all been, like, wronged by the medical community. But I think once you get there, it's, yeah, it's just the familiarity, I think. We're just And you just feel really comfortable just being, yeah, and heard. So yeah, I'd recommend, if you've not been to one, I'd recommend going to them, they are, they are really good. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? The power of, you don't even need to, because you've spent so long having to justify it to family and friends and even to yourself, that to then see people who you don't need to justify it to at all, they get it, they understand yeah. it. 
is it's just like a wave of relief isn't it like, yeah. and even like when you're looking terrible like going to those things it's all okay it's you know you don't have to be ashamed it's yeah. like everybody understands it's so incredible yeah you forget very quickly yeah and how do, yeah. how do you feel on your on your mental health journey like how do you feel like you're carrying any negative effects of the trauma of it or do you feel like actually you've kind of dealt with it at the time and feel in a good place now um no i think things definitely upset me still but i think it's not kind of like a long it's not for any length of time really so i think if it was to persist then i'd kind of get concerned but i think i'm ups i'm, I'm just being upset about things that are upsetting so i don't really see it as something that i need to be worried about yeah i love that um the interview i did with marvin rapaport he said because we were talking about you know how you can get incredibly depressed and people often feel suicidal in the worst parts of tsw and he said something similar to what you just said around of course you feel terrible of course yeah, you yeah. do you're yeah. so poorly you know it makes perfect sense that you're mentally in a really bad place and you know yeah. and and that's fine you don't need to then also worry that you know you're spiraling into a depression that you can't get out of it's all related to how you, you physically feel and i was yeah. like oh yeah that makes sense actually <laughs> yeah um so what's next for you, Ben? Obviously, you're back at work and kind of enjoying that. And yeah, what's, what's kind of, what are the things that you thought you wanted to do going through TSW that maybe now you're going to embrace in your life? Oh, I'll probably get back into sport. I think that's the big one for me. Because um, it used to be horrible. Like you used to exercise and then you just, your skin would be bad and it was just didn't enjoy it. So yeah, I think getting back into exercise properly would be like the big one for me. Other than that, I'm pretty, pretty content. Perfect. Good stuff. Um, I remember when we had our pre-chat as well, we had a chat about um, working outdoors. And I think I'd mentioned to you that yeah. on one of my runs, I got stung <laughs> by stinging nettles. <laughs> and then was just like, oh my God, the pain of stinging nettles is like nothing. It like yeah. I would literally roll around in them and be like, oh, it's nothing. It's like, whereas yeah. before it would feel terrible. But I think TSW just gives you such a different perspective on pain yeah it was it's weird <laughs> <laughs> so you back out in the field and not having any hives or anything like that when you're at work okay occasionally like if i walk through a field of thistles then that that generally will give me a rush but it's, it's kind of gone within a day so mm. it's i mean it'd be weird if i didn't get a rush so yeah and it's about almost being super chilled about those things isn't it it's being like yeah, yeah. yeah it will calm down and it will subside yeah. i don't need to scratch it or try and treat it um and then if you you know we're kind of obviously coming to the end of our chat is there anything that we haven't covered that you would love to pass on to anybody listening or any guidance with like maybe dealing with the medical community and how best to approach that any final thoughts um I'd say just just do what you believe in really I think it's like waking up and doing something that you want that you don't want to do in the name of healing like I don't know chugging six pints of celery juice it's just you're gonna give up a lot earlier than if you do something that you believe in so just do what works for you really I'd say yes the celery juice I can't tell you how much of that I drank 
And every time I was like, this is disgusting. Oh, no. What am I doing? <laughs> no, I did it for, I think I did it for a month-ish. Yeah. But I was just, it, you know, like, I, I, I tried everything. I was like, yeah, all, all yeah, the yeah. healing modalities and nothing was really yeah. helping. Okay, Ben. Well, look, thank you so much for your time today. If people want to find out about you and your uh, your journey and see some of your pictures, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram is probably the best. I'm still I still check it every now and then. So perfect. TSW Ben. TSW Ben. Amazing. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some links to the books that you've recommended in the show notes. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. No, no, it. thank you. Thank you very much.